My Uncle Vaughn was really fun. He was nearly 10 years older than my dad, so he was in his 70s when I was a kid. Every year on his birthday, he'd actually stand on his head to prove that he could still do it. Uh, and when I was 10, I had gotten a new bike. It was hot pink, and it was just straight up day and night Barbie colors. And he came over for a visit, and as soon as he got out of his truck, he grabbed that pink bike, and he jumped on it, and he rode off down the road, and he was waving and yelling at the neighbors. Uh, so if they were surprised to see a six foot four, 75-year-old man on a Barbie bike, they never said anything. So, you know, he was just, he was a hoot all the time. Um, and later, it turned out he was kind of a serious alcoholic, but I didn't know that when I was a kid. I just thought he was really fun. Um, but after my dad died, uh, my mom had a year where she kind of hibernated and um, she stayed at home a lot and she just didn't really want company, which makes sense in a lot of ways. And uh, my uncle Vaughn, he was always a, a hunter and a fisherman and he'd bring over fish for us whenever he had extra. And so he stopped by the house and my mom didn't answer the door. So he left the fish on the hanging off the mailbox and um, then a month or two later, it was around the holidays and my mom got a Christmas card from him and he had on the inside flap, he had made this sort of rudimentary family tree. And first it said, um, just because Sandy, which is my dad, just because Sandy is dead does not mean that we are not still related. And then it said, Sally, my mom's name, brother-in-law, Karen, uncle, John, uncle. Um, and then on... On the inside where the, you know, the printed message was, it said, may the joy and peace of the holiday season be with you now and always. Love, Vaughn. Welcome to Broken Corners, a podcast where we share our memories. This episode, we will be talking about funny uncles and uncle stories that just, you know, shape our lives or we remember often. My name's Armando. And I'm Karen. So, Uncle Vaughn sounds like a kind of crazy guy <laughs> yeah he was he was funny um i mean i what was funny about getting that christmas card was he was never serious like that mm. and so to have him just straight out say something and then make this diagram right. of this is who this is who we still right. are um was pretty unexpected but huh. he was i don't know he was funny because he was uh my i guess on my my dad's parents, my grandpa was really tall and my grandma was really short. Yeah, you said he was 6'4". Yeah, so the kids all came out one or the other. <laughs> so my dad was my dad was 5'4". Wow. And my uncle was 6'4". So when they would stand next to one another, it was the same old man head, but like a foot apart. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Benjamin Button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, did that... After your mom got that, did she change, like, her, um, you know, did she open up to the fact that, hey, hey they are family, or did you see no. them more? Well, so, my dad, my dad passed right before Labor Day, right. so I think this was only a couple months after, mm. really, and she just wasn't, wasn't she just happening. wasn't there for it yet, yeah. Yeah, and she, I mean, she wasn't, she had a lot of social anxiety around visitors anyway, right. but I think, you know, she, it wasn't, it wasn't a... I think, he, like he said, he took it as we're still related. Like right. the 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 tie is not cut. Right. But she just wasn't having connections with anyone right then. But she was cutting off. Yeah, time. she was. No, she <laughs> was just sit, she was sitting in the house with a candle lit, listening to Willie Nelson. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was grieving. She was grieving. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, was that like the last time you saw your uncle? I, you know, I don't know the last time I saw him. Um, 
Yeah. I, oh, I think I ran, I ran into him. I was, I was coming out of the drive. I was home from college or something and was pulling out of our driveway. We had a really long driveway and he stopped. Mm. He, he didn't live in our, I mean, we live way on the country, but he, he lived in Wolverine, which was um, maybe 20 miles away. That's not a real place. It's a real place. <laughs> it's not a real it's place. It's where the Michigan militia comes from. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a connection with Timothy McVeigh there. Wow. That's where uh, Brian Substitute taught. Oh. Yeah, it's very small. <laughs> it's very small. Uh, yeah, I saw him. He he just sort of stopped by, and we talked at the end of the driveway one day, and I think that was it. That was it? Yeah, but he was one of the, he was one of the first ones that... I mean, most, most people in my family, because my dad was, my dad was 55 when I was born and he was third from the bottom out of 13 kids. So most of them were gone already. And then, you know, now I'm old enough that pretty much everybody's gone, but he was one that kind of hit me hard when I found out that he had passed because he was, he was a character. Do you know when he passed? Yeah. I found it in the, um, in the family tree stuff that I looked up. Yeah. What what year was that? Uh, Like how long has it been? Maybe Maybe somewhere between five and ten years. I'd oh. have to, I'd have to look so at the it family. Like he lived a pretty long. Oh life. yeah, he was in his eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was a tough old coot for sure. <laughs> so yeah. thirteen, thirteen siblings, right? Thirteen, siblings, thirteen altogether. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot. It is, but yeah, he was born in nineteen twenty three, and they were wow. a farm family. So wow, that was what you did. That's. They always told the story because it was right. He, so he was born right in the depression, and right. uh, they he was he was really sickly when he was born, and they gave him not oatmeal, right, but the water off of oatmeal. Oh yeah, to keep him alive. That's yeah. <laughs> we have something like that, and um, they take the like the draining the water to give because for babies, yeah, uh, to like to give them strength as they're if they're sickly what? when they're young. Who like we now or who no, are you talking we, about? No, we mean like Latinos. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I and I and they um I forgot like uh, yeah it's like like the runoff of oatmeal right so like it's like just soaked grains or something right like that. There's just a little bit of nutrient yeah, in the exactly. liquid. So like you know if you're allergic to milk or something, um you know you, they usually give that to strengthen the baby. Um, on both sides of my family, I have about seven, so between them like seven uncles. Like, oh wow! So I have. Three on my mother's and four on my father's. And I, one memory I have of my uncle was kind of crazy was that we all drove, like, fit into a car. My uncle on my father's side mm-hmm. and went to Coney Island. And um, so uh, my mother was always kind of, like, a little heavy. Mm-hmm. So all I remember, well, there's a lot, a couple of things that on that day was um, him just yelling when we were at the beach, whale ashore. Oh no! And like, I mean, it just nonstop yelling, "Whale ashore!" Like, and at my mother. And wait, wait, that and that was her brother, or it was no, her it was brother-in-law. My oh, yeah, my father's brother. Oh hell no! And they, my mother and father had already separated, so for some reason, she just wanted to like have this, you know. Yeah. Probably, which is probably why we don't <laughs> we stop <laughs> hanging out with them. And then, um, so yeah, so she was like not happy about that at all. Yeah, that's, and then, that's strange. <clears throat> Yeah, right? Yeah. And then, like, later, another memory I have, but this has really nothing. It's the same day, um, you know, Coney Island, I don't know if they still have this ride that spins around, and, like, it's, like, I mean, they have a lot of rides that spin Like around. the Scrambler? Yeah, but, like, you're on, like, a swing, and you're spinning around, and I didn't want to go. Oh, those swings are the pukiest things ever. Yeah, and I was, like, really um, chicken shit, right? Yeah. Just, but my mother made me go on the ride, and then, so we get off, and I'm like, oh, I feel terrible. 
And we're in the back. We're all driving back. So it's like six of us or maybe even seven um, in the back of a car, you know, like typical Puerto Ricans in the 80s, like just shoving everybody in the car. Yeah, clown car. Exactly. And um, I'm getting sick and... My, you know, they're like, I'm like, I don't feel so well. And then my, so I'm about to, no, my sister said she didn't feel well. Mm. So she's about to throw up. And then I throw up. So my mother's like in between me and my sister. And oh, she's like no. shifting the bag from left to right. <laughs> so then like, so we, me and my, I threw up and then my sister threw up. So she's like trying to collect all the vomit in the bag. And then, you know, so she ties it. And then like, she's like, I don't know what to do with it. And my uncle's yelling, get it out of the car. It smells, get it out of the car. And so she's like, throw it out the window, throw it out the window. So my mother chucks it out the window and it just splats all over the car behind this windshield. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden the guy behind is like honking, like he's getting like really angry. Yeah. And you know, of course, that's fair. with reason, right? <laughs> and now my uncle's like, oh my God, oh my God. So he's like now like, Trying weaving, to peel yeah, out. He's, like weaving in and out, you know, and like finally we get away. And I think, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know. So... I don't ever remember us going ever back to Coney Island again. That was the that. end. Yeah, that was the end. And that was probably like the, <laughs> one of the last times we saw those <laughs> my uncle. Oh, wow. Yeah, even even for people who really like amusement park rides, yeah. those swings are killer. There was, when I was a kid, the um, <laughs> the county fair, the fairgrounds ran along a highway. Yeah. And the I swear this is true. The, the <laughs> swings... Um, on that ride would actually, you'd go over the fence above the highway when it swung out. Not cool. And those, but those rides are like, they make everybody puke because of the centrifugal force. Yes. And, um, so I, every year there'd be somebody who's like, my windshield got splashed. I was driving down the highway. Yeah. Those things are killers. That would be, yeah, like, the worst is puking on the ride because, like, whether it's a roller coaster or whatever, because it's going somewhere. It might even go back on you. Like, you don't (laughs) even know. That's what I thought you were going to say was that the bag of puke came back in the car because, like, like happens with cigarette butts sometimes when people throw them out the front. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, that was bad. So, you, your family has a lot of strange, they're not strange, but the, the names of your uncles are all... Oh, it's a, yeah. okay. I know what you're talking about. The yeah, my so there was the 13 of them, um, and it was a mix of boys and girls. But so my dad's, my dad's, uh, his everybody called him Sandy, but his name was Harvard. Yeah, and then he had a brother whose name was Yale. <laughs> and there, there was Yale. There was York, um, and there was my uncle Vaughn, my uncle Buell, George. I knew them, but when I when I did the Ancestry.com thing and looked everybody up, I saw how there were so many cool names that I didn't... Because they're both old-fashioned and then almost like hippie-sounding. Like my Uncle Buell, his middle name was Wave. Buell Wave? Buell Wave. And then my Aunt uh, Cherry, who I never met, her her full name was Cherubel Colleen. Oh. Yeah. And, um, and there was Hortense and Yvonne. Hortense. And yeah, it was... Um, I don't know. It was cool because I had, like I said, they, so many of them had passed before I was even yeah, born didn't know any of them. that I knew there were all these people, but the, I'm, this is not a commercial for ancestry.com, but <laughs> it was, it was amazing to just sort of, because of everything's in databases now, I right. just was, I was able to see the names of right. that whole side of the family. And I didn't even, you know, I didn't even know, like my aunt Peg, who I didn't ever meet, her name was actually Beryl, B-E-R-Y-L. 
Wow. Yeah, it was it was just so, cool yeah. to see them all. But then I was thinking, uh, you know, so those names sound so dated. But if um, do you have names like that in your family where they sound more old fashioned? Um, no, I mean, let me see. My uncle is uh, the one in the car. His name is Eli. OK. Uh, I don't know if that's short for like Elias. It must be. Um, and then to so my father's side, I have Eli, Carlos. My dad was Ramon. Mm. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, oh, Camillo. Which I guess is a old fashioned name like Camillo. Yeah. So is that all? Who's Camillo Bello? Oh, uh, that's the singer, right? Is she from Havana? Fifth Harmony? She's from one of those groups. Okay. Um, yeah, but she sings Havana, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, is that all of them? Oh, and Lynn. I uh, think that was, I don't know if that was his full name. Yeah. Uh, they might, they might, mother's side is very, it's just Marty and Raymond. Okay. Just Ellen, um, Felix, but his name is Jose. Yeah. They call him Felix for some odd reason. Hmm. Who's the weird cat? Like, Felix Don't is Don't say weird cat. <laughs> he is a weird cat. Um, <laughs> but not about a Felix. No, I mean, I used to, my, my uncle Felix, uh, he had a brownstone in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And he had a child. Uh, he had two kids. He had three kids, but two lived with him at the, in the brownstone. And he was just someone who would like work. He worked for the MTA. Would just come home at night and like just go into the retreat into the living room. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he was doing in the living room, but there'd be jazz music. I'm just gonna leave it there. Okay. <laughs> and then he would just like just mellow out and then come out and be like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" <laughs> like you know. <laughs> um, yeah. What did he do for the MTA? He was a, a conductor. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he retired now and he's living in Florida. And I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and I he was well. Here's this is. This is where, you know, kind of weirdness comes in, where it's like, he was wearing his watch on his right hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, Felix, I didn't know you were left-handed. He's like, no, I'm not left-handed. I'm saying, I said to him, well, then why do you wear your watch on your right hand? He's like, you know, I saw everybody wearing it on the left hand years ago, and I just started wearing it on the right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fair enough. <laughs> so, like, I'm an iconoclast. Yeah, I don't have to. <laughs> I'm going to break the system. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to wear pants on my arms. Yes. So, Uncle Vaughn, was that the only uncle that you knew from your dad's side? Oh, no. Um, so, the basically, the kids who were, who were younger, uh, like my dad was. So, there was his, it was my Uncle George and my Uncle Buell and then, um, and also my Aunt June. So, the three of them and then my Uncle Vaughn were basically the ones out of uh, my dad's side who I knew. And, um, yeah, my, my, they all lived downstate and my aunt June would come up and visit pretty frequently. Um, she and her husband, he was, he was this really tall guy and they had, they lived down in Ypsilanti. Um, not real, not, not a real thing for not you. Not a real thing. It's near Ann Arbor. So that I've heard of. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, and it's basically the, um, what South Eastern. I always have to point with my fingers to decide what direction. Yeah, you're not, you can't see this, but uh, geographical. I, I figured it out. So the, sort of, sort of southeastern, lower Michigan, not in the thumb, but in about here. I'm pointing on my hand because that's palm? what people from Michigan do. The mitten. The back of the palm. Well, yes. Okay. Well, because you know, Michigan is two peninsulas, and one is shaped like a hand, and the other is shaped sort of like a rabbit. So you can do this and point where you. Um, Everybody in Michigan, when they tell you where they live, they point on their hand where they live. Did you know that? No, I did. Well, now I do. I've seen you do it before, and I was always worried about 
the education system in Michigan. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not good at geography. <laughs> no, because it, it's a crutch. Hand. Yeah, my mitten hand map is a crutch, and yeah. so I never really learned how to establish other, how other, you know, so how like, to picture localities. And for the South, you start using your feet. Oh, you don't go below. You don't go below Michigan. Come on, <laughs> what are you an animal? You don't need to unless you go to Cedar Point. That's the only good reason to leave Michigan when you live there. Um, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So they were in Ypsilanti, which is near Ann Arbor, near Detroit ish. Um, and they were both, um, so like to get a handle on their age, my uncle had been in world war two when right. he was in his early twenties, probably. And, um, they had both been, they had both been, uh, oh no, the word is not interns. What is it when you work at a hospital in your orderlies? Oh, okay. They had been, they were both orderlies at a mental hospital for mm. 30, 40 years. Wow. And that was, you know, pretty, I imagine they had a lot of crazy, cra- crazies and a bad word choice, but <laughs> they, you know, had had a lot of, you know, intense and wacky experiences yeah. there. Um, and they, they were really nice people, but the, um, especially my, my aunt June, I really liked, she was one of the short ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she was like even two inches shorter than my dad was. Wow. And then she had a giant husband. So it was just like my grandparents, the pairing. Um, but they, I love, I, I love them. You know, they were my aunt and uncle, but they, they would come up and they'd get talking and they would just, so where I grew up, I think I said um, recently, they're really the only people of color were um, native people mm-hmm. and there weren't that many of them. Right. And so they, they would come up and they'd get talking and they would just say the most racist shit and start splashing out with the N word. Yeah. And um, I remember being 11 or 12 and it, you know, I thought my dad was Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. You know, I thought my dad was, he was my favorite person. Of course. And uh, so I was just always so, you know, sort of disappointed, but I wasn't really going to go up against him yeah, about it. Um, but I remember one time when I was 11 or 12 and they were there and they were talking all this garbage. Um, he said to me, if you ever want to get kicked out of the family, bring home a black man. Okay. And... And this is the only time I ever was smart with my dad. Um, I I said, oh, what? And not get to inherit the trailer, which was not that didn't go over super uh, well yeah, in imagine. front in front of company. Yes. No less. Yeah. Um, did you get the spanking? I didn't. I didn't. No, my dad never hit me. Um, yeah, because mostly he didn't need to. But no, he I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how he responded, but I don't remember the the talk continuing. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know that, that was a weird thing because the, that was one of the only things that broke down my, you know, sort of hero worship of my dad that I think, you know, kids, kids do that. And, you know, girls and their fathers have a particular thing going on, but I don't know. Did you ever have times where, your your view of your family because you because you seem like you sort of have that about your grandma yeah no i i my grandmother was you know we she was a great human being but she you know she she said like when my mother was um when my mother started dating after her and my father um separated Mm -hmm. my mother started dating like a dark-skinned puerto rican guy okay and um, my grandmother did not like that at all. Mm. So I don't know if people know this, but there is racism within other um, 
people of color culture, Latinos, you know, including and other stuff like that. So, yeah. um, so it was it was funny because here's it. Is uh, your whole immediate family relatively light skinned? No, no, we're all mixed. Okay. Um, so, like my my um my uncle Raymond's like a little bit darker than my complexion. Yeah. Uh, and my um. My uncle Felix, who he's not, he's, I call him my uncle, but he's my mother's first cousin. Okay. So, but he's like, you know, he, they all, they all grew up in the house together because mm-hmm. my grandmother pretty much raised him as well. Okay. And he's like, um, like dark complexion, mm. but I just find and what it, was your, what was your grandma? She was like my complexion. Okay. Uh, but I just found that whole thing funny because, um, my grandfather who she, my step grandfather was dark skin. Mm. So I'm like, wait, what do you, <laughs> you like? So I I don't I don't understand like but so her husband her her second husband yeah her second husband okay it was dark skin so I'll, you know it was one of those things where it's like I don't understand what's going on here you yeah know? like also like when even, people would say stuff like that was it just assumed that everybody knew what they meant yeah because you know they like they, what was it supposed to imply I don't know what it was supposed to like imply. that you were more of a worker or like you I, were... I just think I mean there's reasons like you know I. I think it's different when back, you know, in the 60s and 70s and 80s, um, you know, coming here. My grandmother came here, I think, in 1940s, I think. Okay. And she worked in a factory. And I just think. Um, oh, I didn't know she was. I didn't know she was an immigrant. Yeah. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not. It, the, well, I know. Puerto yeah, Ricans Puerto are Americans. Rican. But that's the thing, right? So that, you know, you, they, she came here. And I think assimilation was really like something important okay you know this this idea of like uh going further and your kids so like to the point where they never taught me spanish oh okay you know they never taught me how to speak speak spanish so i can yeah. understand spanish but i can't speak it but like one of the reasons is like oh i don't want you to have a a, a thick spanish accent that was you oh, know the reasoning. okay so i'm like you know thinking now i'm like that's very stupid you know like you basically crippled my um like my marketing ability no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> no but also like you've disconnected me slightly from my own culture because yeah. language is a big part of culture have you ever wanted to do a um like a spanish conversation class and just tune it up because i've heard you speak spanish in mexico yeah not i mean I not a lot food. well yeah i could order food oh see because i want si. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to eat <laughs> right but, but um, do you think it's i guess what i wonder is because i don't uh if you can understand it, why why can't you speak it? I think I'm insecure about it. Yeah, I'm insecure so it, how it sounds like coming oh, out of my mouth. Okay. Um, yeah, I do that too. I mean, I know way more Spanish, right. but then when I get like when I'm in Mexico, yeah. I don't speak it out of self consciousness. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I feel like I don't want like if I go places and then I don't if I feel like I don't want people to think that I'm trying to be that. Um, but like you know when like people go and all of a sudden like usually they start speaking Spanish like and then it's like they're mocking them almost it, it feels like mocking and you I think don't want, so yeah sometimes you mean like the Alex Trebek thing where he over enunciates yeah like where it's it, it, the clue will be Los Angeles yeah. and all of a he's like Los Angeles yeah or or basically like I've seen people go and they'll just start ordering in Spanish and then like the waiter's like yeah I speak English you know what I mean like right and it's just like oh I don't know maybe I'm just overthinking it. Or, or oversensitive about it. Yeah. That I don't want to, like, offend people. Yeah. But also, you know, I also don't want to... Um, yeah, I have insecurity about it. Okay. But but these are the things that my grandma, my grandmother said, who I did... I, I still put on a pedestal. But, I, you know, I'm able to... 
I think as I got older, I'm able to realize that my parents and my grandparents and everyone, every adult is just as fucked up. Yeah. As, you know, and, and they have, they're not one person. They're multiple identities in one, as we all are. Right. Um, doesn't make it right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying that's, do you that's ever, how it is. Do you ever, so this is something I think about with my dad uh, a decent amount, which um, I don't know who it was. It might have been Tracy. I was talking with the other night. Um, oh, the Feelings Festival? The Feelings Festival, the Feelings Garden. Um, that I think she's the one who said it about the, like, one part of grief you know, it's the, it's the loss of the, it's the loss of the future, not just the loss yeah. of what you had in the past. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I was very lucky in a lot of ways that because, because my dad was older and because he was disabled, right. wait for the silver lining <laughs> for me. No, but so he, I, I got to spend so much time with my right. dad that most kids my age, their dads were working mm. and my dad had already had his entire, you know, his entire forty. 50 year work history and then was at home. Right. And so if I needed, if I needed help with my homework or, you know, he was, if I wanted to play a card game, if I wanted to play chess, like we just spent a ridiculous amount yeah. of time together. And, uh, so that was awesome. But then I, I really do. I wish that I was able to know him as an adult because, yeah. you know, cause he died when I was 19 and I was not going to, because he meant so much to me, right. I absolutely did not challenge him mm. on anything. I listened to him a lot. And he right. didn't really have anyone to listen to him because he was so isolated. Um, so that was something I did for him. But I, you know, I, I knew we were close, but I also knew that I wasn't giving him this is who I am. This is what I like. I didn't challenge him about anything about religion. Yeah. Beyond, you know, getting lippy that one time. I didn't say anything so lippy. about, you know, the, the racist, you know, but the thing is he didn't say racist stuff except when they came to visit, right? which doesn't make it okay. But I was always like, why is this, why yeah. is this come out now? Um, but yeah, so I just, what I always wonder is if, you know, would we, would we be close now? Mm. Would he be okay with the person I am now? Would he be okay with the people in my life? Right. Or, you know, because I have other friends who, you know, they, there's, they have Trump parents and, right. you know, it's, <laughs> it's difficult. Oh, you want to know what that relationship would be like? Would you come to heads? Would you be, Yeah. Would, would we actually have connected yeah. as people and not just right. a parent and child if, you know, once we were equals? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. Like, don't, do you do you think about that? Like, what if you would, how would, like, you as an adult now be with your grandma? Would you guys get along? Would you like each um, other? I think, uh, I don't know. I think that, uh, I think she'd be all right with me as a person. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard to, like, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, I don't really, I need to find my own path and not worry about what other people but i think that was easy for me to do because my grandmother already had passed away right right so you know mean i mean not that i don't care what my mother thinks about me but it's just it was it was just easier to be like off the leash so to speak yeah and be you know find my own way because um someone who i let me see i valued what they thought of me mm -hmm. was no longer there right so i was like oh, I right I yeah, because we both yeah. lost the one we had the we right. had the, the attachment to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. I wish that I have moments sometimes where 
I, I remember when I first started hanging out with Tracy, I just told her this during the Felix right. Garden the other night, um, that I had sort of a random flash of like, oh, my dad would really like you. Mm. Like, my dad would love to talk to you about plants. Right. Your dad Ad nauseum. <laughs> like people who That's, like plants do. I know. It's, it's, I mean, I appreciate the vegetables. I mean, I'm a little upset that he's not around to talk to Tracy about plants. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ad nauseum. <laughs> they need um Alexa like to be able to do that or Siri. Yeah. Whatever. Tracy, I love hearing about your plants. Because they're very nice. So are you. Yeah. Um I don't know. Um I was thinking about I mean we're this is supposed to be the uncle episode. So um, right. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Funny uncles. Funny uncles. I my uncle Marty uh, he's my mother's brother. Uh, we look exactly the same. Mm. We have the same big uh, round head, <laughs> and we're both, uh, you know, bald. And um, he basically got me my first real job because he won it in a dart game. What? Yeah. So my uncle, he plays. Uh, he used to play like in dart tournaments at yeah. like bars. And um, so he was playing against the owner of this um, telecommunication company. Okay. And um, he was like, if I beat you, you have to hire my nephew. What year was it? <laughs> this was like 98. <laughs> so, and he's like, okay. So he, he, beat, uh, he beat Dennis, uh, Dennis Ryan from Windmill Communication. And uh, they're out of business. So this isn't a plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I got a job. And they called me up. And I finally was able to work like. What did you do there? Uh, just wiring, running cable, like oh, okay. Yeah, that's how you got into that. Okay. Yeah, so because um, you were just saying the other night, last night, that you you ran cable in the in one of the towers. Yeah, I tower two. Yeah, I ran. We ran two floors there. Okay, and um, so I was, yeah, we were watching that documentary. When were those built? I think they were built in the seventies. Okay, that's what I thought. And uh, they were attractive buildings i mean they were staples of new york city but they weren't like yeah you know like the way the rest of the city has pretty architecture yeah they were so. they were they stuck out in an yeah. odd way uh, oh we, it was because we were watching the, the start of that trump documentary yeah, last yeah, night trump, trump thing which is scary <laughs> hey it is crazy to see how different people look now and how eyebrow Eyebrow standards have changed so much that we, we so we were watching the first episode of. Do you remember what it was called? It's a Trump documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know what it was called, but it's a it's like four episodes about uh, just the history of Trump. Okay, so the first one, I I generally don't watch Trump stuff, um, but this it, because it was about old New York. Yeah, I, I stuck with it. And you were kind of forced to because I just put it on. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I had a moment where I was like. I'm okay. I'm not going to tell him I don't want to watch this because, you know, just I because I don't I don't pay attention to Trump. Yeah. I mean, I pay attention to Trump, but I don't watch him because he's right. so repugnant. But I also didn't watch him all during the election because I thought other people were going to, you know, act normal and not vote for him. So um, but aside from that, the his his father had insane eyebrows. He did. He, they, those... And then he had insane eyebrows yeah. around the 80s. And then they apparently something happened. But he wasn't the only one. It was, I don't know. It was funny. We should post some like, pictures of it. You call them like caterpillar eyebrows, right? Is that what they're like? They're like bushy yeah. as, as, as fuck and like kind of like 
you look mad. Yeah. Like a villain. Well, and they were all of a sudden, they were a completely different color than his hair. Because people always said he was blonde. And then suddenly he had these just dark, dark brown yeah. eyebrows. And it's the kind of eyebrows where they're a big wide strip. And then they have, you know, two or three eyebrows coming out at like half inch intervals. Yeah. And like they're trying to grow up into his hair. It was crazy. Maybe that's what, yeah. But maybe it's because we're so... I don't know if people's grooming has been... So, like, the, also, the accents, we were talking about that. The accents yeah. in New York, like, it's interesting to me that they've changed in your lifetime so much. Yeah, well, that's because of everyone, like, the gentrification or people moving in from other um, areas well, have it, shaped how the accent... Yeah. And people leaving. But I think it's also because of, um, you know, standard American pronunciation has... Sure. You know, has... Sure. Sure. <laughs> has been... Um, you know, spread by TV yeah, and then by the internet. And so oh, yeah. I, th- I think true. we're all getting more homogenized in how we sound. I think so. But I also miss like those old timey. Yeah. Say, or like when you hear, Oh, when you watch the honeymooners and like Alice, <laughs> like her, her, like that. Uh, I, I don't, not that I, I just want to meet someone who talks like that. Like for real. Yeah. You need and, a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> then I get there and it's all in black and white and I don't know why. Yeah. Because that's how life was. Oh, that's what I was. So the, I wonder if, you know, similarly to how um, voices are becoming homogenized. Mm-hmm. And that's global, too. That's not even just in America. The, right. um If people's appearances, because we're used to, mm. people have more of awareness that they're going, their image is yeah. going to be. like We, you know, we post our own image so much more. and Right. I mean, I, I think. And somebody's <laughs> like, oh, I better trim the top of my eyebrows because it's trying to grow over my head and down to my back. Yeah. I, and and someone like Trump and even his dad, they have like very, dis, like their their look is very like. There's no that's one a, who looks like that. That's a gene pool. Yeah. That's a gene pool. Like, they have very, I don't want to say this, like, distinct looks is what they yeah. have. You know, like, you go, wow. that Even, like, over time, I mean, he hasn't really changed much. Like, yeah. he still, I mean, I mean, he looks, he, he looked crazier then. Now he just looked like a, like an old, like, you know, there's something wrong with him, but. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, his, he has such dominant genes, too, because look at his kids. Yeah. The only one, I mean, yeah, the boys especially. Oh, and the, the younger daughter too. They all they all look exactly Is like that, him. What, I don't know the one that they don't talk about. Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. She looks like her mother though a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She, I don't know what happened with that one. Do you know what I was really surprised? Now this is the it's gone from uncles to the Trump episode. Imagine if he was your uncle. <laughs> oh my uncle god, Trump. Trump's Trump's your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Um, it. I was really surprised that they said that Ivana is it or is it Ivanka? Which one's Ivana? The wife or the daughter? I don't know. Hard to say. No. But so I don't the like wife that joke. <laughs> <laughs> she she had been she was a model. Yeah. She was what, Czechoslovakian, Yugoslavian, something? But uh yeah, she she was she fully partnered with him yeah. in the development of Trump Tower and made, you know, right. all kinds of decisions and I I had no idea about I didn't that. Either. Yeah. Um, because I think people there's sort of that just like Oh, he goes with models and their bimbos right. and their, you know, yeah. Um, they don't contribute to anything other than being pretty. But I just didn't. I I, I really had never. Yeah, I mean, I, I I mean, I guess yeah. She probably handled a lot of that the stuff. I mean, I don't really see him working hard. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it's, he's like the type of guy who just 
like, like his a, fingers in every pie, but what is he really contributing? He's, he's just managing things yeah. like from afar, you know. And I, I that works, I think, not with the government, but it works with him trying to get things done. Like the way he like kind of manipulated people to get like the ice skating rink. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that and it does work, but it doesn't work on a global scale when you're a politician. Right. Especially I don't think it works in this day and age when there's a lot of there's there's not accountability, but there's social media accountability. Like people can instantly just say, You lied, here it is, page two. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's constantly in your face. The receipts. Yeah, exactly. Bring the receipts. So. But that's a but when even when people do bring the receipts, it doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. A lot matter. of the time it doesn't matter. That's a gift that that man has. Yeah. It's it really is. Well, I think I don't know. I don't know if that's one of those, you know, sort of classic left right divides, but I think the receipts do tend to matter on the left and then it's that whole like cancel culture of you're yeah. done now and on the right people I mean it was like the the grabbing by the pussy thing. The receipts were certainly there and yeah. no one cared. No one cared. You're right. I I just think that uh there's no policing because I don't think they feel like they need to police themselves the right yeah yeah i feel like that because no. they're just the authority right because they believe in authority so whatever they do is inherently right. correct so right. why patriarchy. question it you know yeah you know, especially during that you know it was you know patriarch versus matriarch in that election and that's what won yeah you know because we're all wired to go the route of the patriarchy say that again we're all wired in some way, although we try to fight against it, it's still inherent in our upbringing. Oh, in our upbringing. I, when you said wired, I didn't know if you were doing like an evolutionary psychology take. Oh, no. I just think that we're so used to seeing white male as this thing. Yeah. Uh, There's the socialization. Try, yeah, yeah. Even though we try at times to go against it, we, you know, it's still like really powerful. It's really hard to go against. People yeah. are just... And some people who... They may not have that idea, but they're right. still kind of wired to be like, well, that, and I think it well, that wiring allowed so much hatred of Hillary to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like people well, were saying Well, even to go back to say shit. the, like the, the skin color thing mm -hmm. among people of color, yeah. you know, where, where does that come from? You don't. Yeah. Comes from, so, I mean, and listen. You see, all, you see how people get treated based on their appearance right. and yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that that's true. Like, we want, our, you know, they have this thing where it's lightening the race, right? Which is, or, you know, Latinos talk about good hair and African-Americans, too. Wait, what's the lightening the race? Like, you marry to lighten the race. What? Yeah. Or they talk about, I don't mean to give out our secrets. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Also, like, hair. Hair is a huge thing where, you know, the quality of the hair, um, you know, oh, you know, you'll hear people, oh, you have good hair. Yeah. Have, like, it's, it's you know, these are terrible, yeah. terrible things, but it, it, it exists. And it exists amongst people of color, too. Like, trying, we, you know, everyone's keeping themselves down in some way or another. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, is one time Holly had a friend, our friend Holly brought, I, she knew him from college or something, this guy over to a barbecue or something. And, um... He actually was, he kind of, I, he was cute. He was nice. He was a little, he was a little quiet for me. Mm -hmm. I, I think he was a conductor or a composer. He was a composer, not a conductor composer. of classical music. Okay. Um, but he was a nice guy. I talked to him and then he left. And then afterwards, everybody was like, nudge, nudge. Hey, what do you think about that guy, Karen? And I was like, I, he was really nice. I like, he was a yeah. nice guy. And also I just met him. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't even, 
I'm so dumb. I didn't even realize what the whole nudge, nudge, wink, wink of it all, what they were saying. Uh, and they were like, oh, well, what do you think? Like, we thought maybe, hey, oh, hey. Oh, they were like, it was a setup? And this is what just came straight out of my mouth. I was like, no, he's so nice. But like, you know, I probably wouldn't be with a fat guy because you want the kids to have a chance. Oh, you said that. I straight out said that and then was just horrified. Mm. And then was more horrified by that I meant it. Yeah. Because I had one fat and one thin parent, and the, with both my brother and I, my mom's jeans blew right through that. So, right. um, yeah, I was just, but that was an awful thing to say. But it, but it was also awful that I, I felt it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, with it, well, but I should be more of like, I wish I had more gene biology skills to right. know whether that's true. Like, what's the dominant? How can you clip the dominant <laughs> genes so they don't express so hard? We're not there yet, but I'm sure we're getting there. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like we could like, just like. Can I order. genetically engineer myself? Yeah, yeah. You could just like order your kids like I just know, wanna... a la carte, like you know, like like when you get a car, yeah, and what packages you get, the sports premium. Like you could probably do that with like <laughs> in future generations for children. No, I, I mean we. I mean everyone has these weird things. It's just you know how you deal with them. You, right. You got to put yourself in check. You know, acknowledging is one way. It's like, oof. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, until you, you know. say it out loud. Yeah. You don't necessarily question yeah. it. We, I mean, we we're human beings. We think terrible things. I mean, speak for yourself. Oh yeah. Robot. <laughs> You're a robot. Sometimes. Yeah. No, but I mean, we do say terrible things, and that's okay. Just put yourself in check. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Make sure that you check yourself. Yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well. Well. I was going to talk about new memories. New memories? Do new you memories. have a new memory? I do. We're making it as we speak to some extent. Um, yeah, because we're, we're up at Tracy's A-frame. That's right. Studio A-frame. Yep. Tracy has an A-frame that is adorable that is up a couple hours north of New York City. Yes. It's very nice. It's on a mountain. Is it? Yeah. What's the name of the mountain? Shagunk. <laughs> Shagunk. Shagunk. I can't, I can't pronounce the mountain Sha- name. Shawagunk. I can't either. Shawagunk. Shawagunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's your memory? Yeah, that's my memory. It's been a beautiful weekend. That's great. I'm glad you had a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else? I hope I hope the people listening to this episode have enjoyed it. <laughs> it's a good episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to Broken Corners. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, many fine venues. Um, Social media. We have Twitter, Instagram at brokencorners.com. No, Broken Corners. At uh, Broken Corners, right? That's how yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Broken underscore Corners on Twitter, maybe. But Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, but get in, get in touch with us. Yeah, we have an email address, right? Did we say that? Brokencorners at gmail.com. Okay, well, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>